1: Coming up on the Holderness Family Podcast, you're getting very sleepy. We have, according to Google, the most famous dream expert in
0: the world. What happens when we go to sleep? Where do we go? Why do we do it?
1: She tells us that our dreams usually mean something totally different from what we're dreaming.
0: There's a bad guy
3: chasing me and I can't get away.
0: We all dream every single night, whether you remember it or not. Dreaming is a natural, necessary function of the brain.
1: I have recurring dreams of infidelity. It's not me doing it, it's her doing it, and I have no reason to suspect this. So what do you make of that one?
0: Maybe you guys have too much work together. There it is. Pretty easy. Bingo.
1: (laughs) You need an office space away from our house. Yes. Just don't cheat on me while you're at the office space. And yeah, it gets a little weird. Laurie, I'm naked a lot in my dreams and I don't want to be. Let's start the podcast!
3: Kim Holderness.
1: And I'm Penn Holderness. We are the Holderness family. We are YouTubers. We're Facebook music makers. And now we're podcasters. We are
3: the podcasters.
1: Um, (laughs) We're just having your voice
3: there. I'm sorry. Sometimes, you know, there's a lot of words that you have to say in a day. And sometimes I'm out of words. And that's what makes me tired. And I want to go to sleep. I have to say. many segue. You like that? So many times we've brought up in this podcast that um, Penn has this recurring dream that I'm cheating on him. like he's And you guys have messaged, you've emailed, they're like, I have this dream too, or my husband has this dream. And we wanted to get down down to the bottom of it.
1: So we found, using some very sophisticated technical instruments known as Google, uh, a well-known dream expert. Her name's Laurie Lowenberg. She's about to join us. And I actually saw her on the Today Show talking about like crazy dreams and realize that she could maybe help us explain some of the stuff that's going on in our life. Not only that, but other dreams that we've had.
3: Yeah. Um, Before we get too far, could I ask you, could you guys do us a favor and subscribe to this podcast, yeah, yeah, That'd be awesome. it really helps people. If you hit the old like purple button on the iPhone, and then if you join our Facebook group, which is a private Facebook group, um, Holderness Family Podcast, like we make sure to post all the links and stuff, and we just have a good, general in good time. Yeah, yeah, and it
1: worked out really well for this particular podcast because our podcast group has some messed up dreams.
3: Yes, and we just uh, like we, us. Yeah, we so we we kind of analyze some of Penn's. Real off the wall dreams, mm-hmm. uh, and we learned a lot. I learned, I learned so much from this,
1: dude. It's crazy. I was first of all, you can be ashamed of dreams that you have because, like, uh, there's some that I've been afraid to say out loud because I don't know what they mean.
3: Yeah, there's some. There was one in there that I had never heard before. Yeah, and I'm kind of looking at you in a weird
1: way. <laughs> See it? That's why I don't say it. And then we found out it has nothing to do with what you think it has to do with.
3: Max, have you ever had that dream? I have. Okay, so you guys have to listen. It got real weird up in here for a minute, but it's fine. And we're listen. You do you, and it's there's
1: nothing it's weird about. how God about, made you. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's how God made you. Yeah. Um, okay, so should I introduce Lori first? Do it. Okay, so Lori Lorenberg is a certified dream analyst, syndicated comic columnist, author, popular radio personality, I can't read, speaker and member of IASD, the International Association for the Study of Dreams, an international organization whose purpose, among other things, is to conduct and encourage research into the nature, function, and significance of dreaming. Lori studied dream psychology and became certified as a dream analyst under the tutelage of Katya Romanoff, who's a PhD. Uh, She has since analyzed and researched over 75,000 dreams from people of all walks of life and from all over the planet Uh, she has a book which we're going to hear about and we're going to put into the show notes you can buy that Um, her dream working techniques are so easy and groundbreaking that she's been invited on the today show the view cnn all over the all over the place and now most importantly this podcast this is obviously she's
1: hit the big time she's
3: hit the big time welcome Lori. thank you so much for joining us My pleasure. Thanks for having me. First of all, how did you get started studying dreams?
0: Well, long story short, I've always been a very vivid dreamer. I can remember my dreams since I was two years old. And when I got old enough, I began writing them down because I hated to wake up in the morning from, you know, flying around in a magic chair, you know, I wanted to remember these dreams, so I started writing them down, Um, and then when I was 19, my grandfather died, and it was the first death I've ever experienced, and I went into a deep depression, and about two weeks after his death, I had a dream where it really felt like he was coming through to me, and I asked him what it was like where he was, and he said, I can't tell you that, but what I can tell you is that it's secure, and I woke up and I could smell his old spice and I could still feel him around me. And that was the dream that made me realize I need to find out what this is. What happens when we go to sleep? Where do we go? Why do we do it? So I studied dream psychology. So there is a method to the madness of your dreams. They're actually a very powerful part of who we are. Um, they do make sense. There is meaning. It is not random nonsense. And when I show you how this works and you begin to understand the dreams you've been having, you're going to be so amazed at the second brain you have (laughs) that's giving you information you need to know about yourself and about your life every single night.
1: I'm glad you brought that up, uh, you know, mentioning the dream that you had with a loved one, because I think there's two, you know, we're talking about the physics and the psychology of it and not necessarily,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: this is going to be the, an omen of something. Not that I not that I don't believe in this, but this is actual science that, that people have discovered about the brain.
0: Yeah, they're, they're, we, we all dream every single night. Whether you remember it or not, dreaming is a natural, necessary function of the brain. Whenever we enter REM sleep, is when we have our dreams. Um, and it's not, you know... Some kind of psychic phenomenon or, or otherworldly thing. It's there's a psychological reason behind every single dream. Mm, and and is it
3: okay? So what what do you do? Like what ha- what is it? What does it mean? Like what can you do? Like can you take what you dream about consistently if there's a recurring dream? And can you make changes in your life around those? Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah. What happens when we're dreaming psychologically is that it is a continuation of our thoughts from the day that. Inner dialogue you have all day long, where you're talking to yourself. Oh, Kim, you know better than that. Kim, don't do that. Oh, Kim, maybe we should do this. You know, yeah. it continues as we drift off to sleep, and then when we enter REM sleep and and have our dreams, it's that same dialogue, but now instead of talking to ourselves in words, we're talking to ourselves in symbols and metaphors. We're talking to ourselves about our day, about our issues, about our goals, about our mistakes, and. We're talking to ourselves on a deeper, more profound, honest level. So when you can understand the messages you're giving yourself from those dreams, you can make huge changes in your life because you gain a better perspective of how you really feel about things, how you're really reacting to things, and what you really need to do for yourself.
1: This is exciting. Like I'm ready to dive in on this. I'm I'm, I'm sure we can talk more about kind of the how, why don't we get started with some of the what? Like, let, let's let's throw some dreams on okay. Laurie and see what uh, they mean. So I've got weird dreams,
3: Laurie.
1: Okay. Uh, I, I just do. Like, I...
3: But you're recurring one.
1: Yes, I have... So I have... I have several recurring dreams. I have, a re- I, I have the recurring dream that I'm running and I'm not going anywhere. I have the recurring dream that I've got one semester left in college and I'm 24 credits short, which is almost accurate, by the way, because I was like a late uh, bloomer in college. <laughs>
3: a and, late bloomer. Yeah. He just drank a lot of beer anyway. Right.
1: Yeah, that's true. And then I, I, do, I do have like I have recurring dreams of infidelity. Like I, um, and I'm always uh, very, very relieved when I, I wake am, up and yeah. yeah, and she, no, it's not me doing it. It's her doing it. And I have no reason. And we've mm-hmm. talked about this in the podcast. I have no reason to suspect this. Um, so, okay. and then what else? Like no, I've had well, a couple of, yeah, yeah. okay, a sorry, I'll you stop, just okay, piled sorry. A lot on yeah, 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 So sorry. I will
3: say the one that he wakes up most disturbed from consistently is that I have, you know, cheated on him. Um, and he, he know, I mean, this has not been hinted at in our marriage. It's not it's not an issue in our marriage because we live together and we work together. And like, literally, my answer is like, when would I cheat on you? And so mm-hmm. this is we we have a very healthy marriage And it. This so there's not I've and I try, I'm like, Oh, my gosh, do I need to validate you in another way? So because he has this pretty consistently. So what
0: do you make of that one? Okay, this one is in the top five most common dreams I get asked about. So, all your listeners are probably resonating right now with this dream. Um, The cheating dream is so common because it's connected to a very common issue in marriages and relationships. And it's not necessarily that there's a third person in the relationship, but there is something that the dreamer feels is a third wheel. So, there's something pen that you feel kim is giving a lot of time and attention to that maybe you would like that time and attention for yourself
1: Hmm.
0: okay or that time and attention for you to alone in another way (laughs) so if something's causing you to feel cheated out of this certain element of your relationship maybe you guys do have too much work together there and not it is enough- <laughs> i was not
1: yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one's pretty easy
0: bingo <laughs> good for you because it's shining a light on this issue within you so that you can address it and correct it and when you do the dream will stop but otherwise you're going to keep nagging yourself with this recurring dream until it's you know taken care of
1: how do you think laurie knew that that was my problem is it because we are clearly around each other all of the time based on all of our videos and uh, podcasts that we're doing together and therapy and everything?
0: <laughs> no, but that's... Well, my husband and I are the same way. Okay. We work together. We we work out of the house. We're together 24-7. So I totally relate. <laughs> yeah, and, and
3: that's and the same thing. Like if your husband had that dream, obviously in your marriage, you could say like, dude, I'm around you 24 hours a day. But that makes sense, honey, right. because we we do we are so... Up each other's butts all day long. That not in the good way, not in the fun way. But the no, um... <laughs> not in the
1: recreational what.
3: <laughs> but like what the um say? that it, I think maybe we need to see other people. No, not in like the not in your no, weird yeah. dream way. But maybe we need to like you
1: need like you need an office space away from our house. Yes, or I something know. like that. Yeah. Just don't cheat on me while you're at the office space
3: for the because love. then. <laughs> um, and so we, when we, we put this call out on our Facebook page and on our Instagram about, you know, what are some common dreams? Every other one was about people having dreams that their teeth were falling out.
0: What is up with yes. that? What's up? Okay, with- so this is another very, very common recurring Apparently. dream because it's connected to a common issue we all share. Now, Ginger anything in a dream having to do with the mouth the tongue, the throat, that area is going to be connected to the way you communicate in real life. Mm. Oh. Teeth tend to symbolize our words. If they're falling out, that's a good indication of loose speech. You've said something without thinking about it first. Mm. You've allowed something out of your mouth that should have stayed in there permanently like your teeth are supposed to be. And this is a common recurring dream because it's a common recurring behavior pattern many of us share. Mm-hmm.
3: And, and what is the difference between having that recurring dream of, you know, whatever it is versus that one, like, I just woke up and I had the craziest dream. Like, what's the difference in that?
0: So the recur- there's two main reasons we get recurring dreams or recurring themes, because they are either, one, connected to an ongoing recurring behavior pattern, like the teeth falling out dream. Whenever we exhibit that behavior in real life, we get the dream connected to it as a way to remind us. Okay, we need to watch the way we speak. We need to think before we say things. The other reason we get recurring dreams is because it's connected to an ongoing issue. These, these are the dreams that are just recurring for a period of time as opposed to lifelong recurring dreams. So it'll be connected to an ongoing issue. And so for as long as the issue continues, so will the dream. When you figure out what the issue is and resolve it, the dream stops.
1: What about a dream that's... Oh, and as
0: far a, oh, as the sorry. one time... I'm sorry. Yeah, No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Um, As far as the one-time dream like you asked about, that's usually because it's commenting on something just from that previous day that's kind of just a a gotcha. one-off issue. Gotcha.
1: What about a re- what about a dream that's not recurring, but it happened a long time ago, and it was so scary and crazy that you wake up and it takes you a while to remember okay. whether or you not that's a part explain. of your life? You and to- then, like 20 years later, you still wake up, even though you didn't have the dream, but you're like, wait a minute, is that okay. me? Okay,
3: he has to explain it now. Okay. I,
1: in my dream, murdered someone and put them in a recycling bin when I was like, my, I'm serious. One year out of college. Well, and I tell her why.
3: And, uh, well,
1: well, I will. Okay. I'm trying to
3: talk okay, here, Sorry, hun. sorry, sorry.
1: Okay, so... <laughs> um <laughs> it, it probably had something to do with my roommate who had just died. And you can tell me that if you want to. Um. Um, but I murdered someone and stuffed him in a recycling bin. And then the cops kept coming after me and they were questioning me. And I got away with it by lying about it. And then I woke up in the morning and I was so relieved. I've never been more relieved to be awake. But now every couple of years... Uh, it'll, it'll pop back up either like in a tiny bit sure. in the dream. It's not like anything's happening in the dream about the murder, but when I'm in the dream, it's like, oh yeah, I murdered that guy 20 years ago. And, but it's, it has nothing to do with any of the other stuff that I'm dreaming about. It's this pang mm-hmm. that like stays with me and it comes up probably every mm-hmm. year and it sucks. Sorry, I'm done.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, I can understand that is a very sucky dream. <laughs> um, so how soon after your roommate died, did you have the dream?
1: It would have to be in the last year, like within a year of it happening. But I don't, I don't think it was the day of. I don't think it was any time around then.
0: Okay. Okay. So, but you were still at the time of the dream. You're still very impacted by the death.
1: Yeah, I mean, I still am. It's it. It was it was my roommate in college.
0: Yeah, he
3: died in a, a car okay. accident yeah.
1: when he was in college.
3: So I think it was like a, it was a pretty okay. traumatic too.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now, question: When he died, was there any guilt with you, like? I wish I had said something to him before he died. I wish I had done this. Any kind of guilt connected to it.
1: Yes. I I wish I'd been able to say some things to him. We weren't really in a fight, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it was the usual college bros. And also, I wasn't there when it happened. It was this trip that I decided not to take.
0: Oh. So you had the, oh, that could have been me kind of feeling. A little bit, yeah. Okay. I think that's a big part of this. All right, whenever we dream of death, it's symbolic of something ending or changing in our life. Um, so that this death changed you, even though it wasn't actual death, it did change you. So the person you murdered in the dream is your old self before the death. Oh, the guilt you're feeling in the dream, you know that the cops are after you and you've got this guilt that you did it. Is connected to the guilt you felt about not saying what you wanted to say before he died, about not being on the best of terms before he died. That's the guilt. Any emotion you feel in a dream is going to be connected to that same emotion over something in real life. Or just survivor's guilt. Now, yeah. Yeah, survivor's guilt. Yes, that, that exactly. Yeah, okay, also, like, yeah. um, you said you put him in a, a recycling bin. That's actually the wisdom of your subconscious speaking to you through this dream. Why do we recycle things to turn something old into something new?
1: Well, so I was in my desk- dream. I was putting him in the recycling bin so no one would catch me,
0: <laughs> right, to hide it. But I mean, why a recycling bin as opposed to a dumpster or dumping him in the river? That is. The recycling bin is up. very specific, and your your why subconscious chose that to let you know, okay, yeah, this sucks, this is terrible, but this is going to transform you into something better.
1: But at least I'm being green. Um, so, wait a minute, this is bonkers. I, I want to go back to something you said, because that's crazy. Because um, it has, it's not that it's super recurred, but the memory of me being wanted for murder pops mm-hmm. up every once in a while. So I wonder as you said, every time you kill someone, that's the changing of your old self to your new self. So maybe these things are all happening as I'm making kind of a seasonal change in myself as a person.
0: Like every time it comes up, very, very likely. Or whenever something is happening in your life, that feels similar to how you felt after your roommate was killed.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. That was, that's nice work.
3: Yeah, good work. Oh, well good done. work on the fly there. Um, we, um, I have dreams where I'm. It's happened many times where, and I know this is pretty common. Like you're falling, and then you, 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 your body jerks right as you like would hit the yeah. ground or something. What is that all about?
0: Okay, so that's actually not a authentic REM dream. You're not exactly dreaming when this happens. It usually happens like on the onset of sleep or when you're close to waking up in the morning, right? Mm, yeah. So Okay, so what that is is called the Hypnic Jerk. <laughs> and
2: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door.
3: May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy.
1: Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain... If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy.
3: Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace.
1: At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours.
3: There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line of childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made
1: easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers.
3: To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash
1: Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code space eighty and to show your support for the show.
3: That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80.
0: It happens when usually you're not getting enough good sleep or your sleep routine is off or it like takes you forever to fall asleep mm. and you finally start to and then you jerk awake. So what's going on there Physi- physiologically is that you're finally starting to fall asleep and when we fall asleep, our muscle control falls away so that... You know, we, when we dream, we don't get up and act it out. And that's why we call it falling asleep because it feels like falling. And then your brain, your subconscious kind of starts acting out the way your muscles feel and gives you a little dreamlet, I call it, where you're in a scenario where you, like, trip and fall and then you jerk yourself awake.
1: Mm. That's interesting. Kim does not
0: did I explain yeah. that well. did.
1: And I'm looking at Kim because she does uh, have some trouble sleeping sometimes. And so it sounds like times. that might line yeah, up. Also, um, you know, I was enjoying hearing about that kick. It was reminding me of where I learned all of my dream trivia and it is from the movie inception. Um, <laughs> <Inception>. uh-huh. <laughs> um, but that's all the, like, I now have a lot I, more information.
3: Well, and now, I mean, I always, and there was a very frequent dream is like I'm running from something bad and terrible, but my legs, I can't get away. I have like that too. Like my you legs, can't run fast you enough. You can't run fast yeah. enough. Like you're, in, like, you're running through mud. You're going so slow. What's yes.
0: I had that two nights ago. Um, So this is another pretty common one a lot of us get. Now in your dreams, are you running away from something or trying to run to something? Uh, I've had
3: both. I've had like where I'm trying to run to my kid, like my kid needs help and I can't get there. And I've also had there's Mm -hmm. a bad guy chasing me and I can't get away.
0: Okay, so it does make a difference on if you're running from or running to as far as the meaning goes when you're running from something it's because there's some kind of issue going on in real life you're trying to avoid you don't want to deal with it you're procrastinating or maybe there's Mm. confrontation. you need to have with someone and you're avoiding it at all costs so your subconscious is showing you you're running from this issue rather than facing it and dealing with it and putting an end to it and the reason your legs are hard to move and they're like concrete or you're trying to get through water is because your subconscious is showing you you're really not going to get anywhere with this behavior yeah (laughs) to just deal with it already now when you're trying to run to something that's usually because it's connected to some kind of goal you're trying to reach some kind of accomplishment you're trying to make and when in that case your legs aren't moving well because they're heavy or whatever it's because your subconscious is showing you you're not doing enough movement you're not taking enough enough action in real life to reach this particular goal.
1: Mm. There's one dream that I want to ask you about that I don't, I, I've been trying to debate whether or not I'm comfortable enough at, to ask it or what it's going to say about me or my feelings or anything like that. Should I just go for it and see what happens? Mm-hmm. Totally. Okay.
0: So now that you opened up about yeah, it, you have, I know. To. You have and, to. And
1: I'm, I'm guessing I'm not the only person who has this dream and I'm guessing it doesn't mean what I think it means, but here it goes. I've had a couple of dreams that I'm gay. Um, that, and it's not, okay. they're not like it's, and they're not dreams where I'm s- like passionate about being gay. I'm just gay. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm like with a dude and, then, <laughs> and, um, and I, and I wake up in the morning and I am, um, I'm okay with the fact that it was just a dream. I want to qualify that by saying, I know, and I'm, I, please, please understand this. I know that being gay lesbian, whatever. It is what you were born with. It is who you were born to be, and God bless you for it's all your dream, of that. It's I don't think that I'm gay, but I'm, I've had Zink. the dream a couple of times, and here comes Laurie telling me that, am I
3: gay?
0: <laughs> you are not. Okay,
1: okay, that's good to know. I bet other people have had these dreams, though. I'm just curious about what it means.
0: Yeah, we do have dreams that but- the thing about dreams is that you can't look at them literally because you're gonna to totally miss a message. Everything in a dream is symbolic. Right. So gay, being gay in a dream is symbolic of something else. So my question is that when you're gay in the dream, the person you're with, is this someone you know or is it just some random dream guy?
1: It's never been a person that I could put a finger on. Um, and Okay. So it's it's not it doesn't have a face or a or a, a name, I don't think.
0: Okay, all right, in that case, um, it's about the gender, and gender to the subconscious mind isn't about your actual sex, it's about what that gender is known for. Male, um, unknown men in a dream, even male genitalia in a dream, is going to symbolize that which we typically attribute to being male, being a Assertive, taking action, you know, macho, getting things done. Whereas the female, the unknown female or female genitalia in a dream will represent um, sensitivity, creativity, intuition, nurturing, things we typically attribute to the female. So for you to have a guy-on-guy dream is merely reflective of the fact that probably the day before you did something that made you feel pretty macho. In that way. <laughs>
1: really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That, that is, that is yeah, so far like, from what I thought that meant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, to give you an example, using um, lesbian dreams, it is super, super common during pregnancy for a woman to have lesbian dreams because there's nothing more feminine than being pregnant. And that's what the mm. female body did you, did you have
3: one of those Kim? i don't I don't remember, but I also don't remember dreaming a lot, which is a different question which which we can get to down the road but so you're saying it's not it's not like common common, but enough people have these sort of you know gendered dreams
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, guy on guy or girl on girl dreams so you know i i I got the um girl on girl dream after I lost fifteen pounds and I was feeling much better about my body and my attractiveness yeah so when you get that sort of dream just ask yourself this simple question what have i done recently that makes me feel proud of my uh, femininity or makes me feel proud of my masculinity and you'll be able to figure it out
3: Interesting. Um, Now, sometimes because I do have trouble sleeping, I have taken melatonin to go to sleep. If I take melatonin, I have the craziest dreams. And to the point where I I don't really want to take it anymore, because they can be just so Mm -hmm. uh, like bananas. Now, what am I? Am I always having those dreams? And I'm not remembering them? Or the melatonin is making me a little wacky?
0: There are certain medications, prescription, as well as over-the-counter, that will affect REM sleep. And so it will almost be like giving your dreams a shot of steroids. So they'll be crazier than normal. That's not to say there's still not meaning behind them. But, yeah, they'll be crazier than normal. And they, they can also, certain medications can simply make you remember your dreams better. Interesting.
1: Laurie, I'm naked a lot in my dreams and I don't want to be. I'd like to not be naked and I'm in public.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of people like I am naked in public or I show up to school and I'm naked. And I can't I, get I've out had of had there. That, I've had that yeah. naked dream a yeah. lot. Yeah. What's up with that?
0: Okay, are these fairly recent or have you had these like always? Always. Always, okay. (laughs) That was in stereo. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so the naked in public dream tends to happen when we're in a situation where we're feeling judged or scrutinized. Oh. um, Where we're having concern about how others perceive us, where we're feeling all eyes on us, and we're feeling insecure about it. Mm. Now, have you noticed? In these dreams, you're naked, you're trying to hide it, you know, you're freaking out, but no one else in the dream notices or cares?
3: Um, I don't, I have to say, I don't remember, but yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, They much.
1: definitely aren't noticing because if they notice, then, then the gig is up and there I am naked. I'm always trying to sneak around the side of them because they're
3: doing yeah. something else. Yeah, I'm trying to, All I'm right. actively okay. trying to not be naked, so I'm not remembering really.
0: Okay, so that's. The subconscious sneaks in little messages to encourage us and to slap us into reality. And so in in this instance, when you're naked in public in the dream and no one else notices, this is the way the subconscious is trying to tell you, look, you're putting a lot of energy and focus on whatever this issue is that you're feeling like everyone's judging you about. But in reality, no one cares but you. Yeah, you're, you need to get over yourself. That's pretty
3: much what that dream is telling you. I feel like we're learning so much, and like now that you're saying this, I'm like, oh, obviously that's what my dream's about. So, what's what's a way that people can can better use these tools and and then make that change? Like, what what sort of information? Like, how can they change and improve their lives knowing this information?
0: Well, I do have a book that teaches you how to figure out your dreams and apply the message to your life how to find the message and apply it so that you can make better decisions so you can have more confidence so you can recognize red flags you know yeah and it's called dream on it like sleep on it dream on it unlock your dreams change your life it's available everywhere but here is a tip until you get the book that you can use (laughs) Uh that will really help Start keeping a dream journal in tandem with a day journal. Hmm. Before you go to sleep, I highly recommend write down your day on the left side of your journal, write down your day, what happened, what you talked about, what affected you, what upset you, what was on your mind. Go to sleep. When you wake up and you have your, and remember your dream, write it on the right side Hmm. because that dream is going to be a commentary on your day. And it's going to reflect how you felt, and it's going to give you advice and direction or warnings that you need to know. So when you have your day and your dream there side by side, it's easier to make the connections connect the dots between the dream and the day and find the messages.
1: That's good. That's really good advice yeah. because... Everything that she's saying, it sounds like there's always something. I guess there are some things that are long term, but they could be eating on you that day. Is that what you're saying? Like, no matter what happens, it has to do with what happened while you were awake.
0: Yeah, your dreams will be a continuation of your thoughts
1: on um, that day, emotions
0: from the previous day. Okay. Um. Okay. So that's another good way to try to figure out your dream. What happened in the dream? look at the day before connect the dots does the the emotion in the dream connect to how you felt yesterday Did the actions in the dream struggle in the dream connect to how you struggled yesterday
1: okay well with no context on this because we've gotten this from four different people via facebook they're all dreaming about tornadoes and i'm not sure what happened in the day before Mm. but they're dreaming about tornadoes
0: yes okay so weather dreams are going to reflect your emotions Because our emotions are the weather of our mind. Tornadoes tend to represent worry and anxiety. And people who get recurring tornado dreams, and this I have found in all these years I've been researching dreams and working with people on their dreams, I have found this to be an absolute truth. And I know that's a terrible thing to say when you're in psychology, but this is an absolute truth. Tornado dreams are connected to worry warts. (laughs) <laughs> if you're a worry wart, you're going to get tornado dreams. Really? If it's the way your subconscious is trying to show you that this worry and this anxiety that you're having is spinning out of control. And it's usually over something that you have no control over. You're worrying about something you can do nothing about. You're bracing, like when there's a tornado in real life, you're bracing for that impact that may or may not hit your house. Mm. And so the worry is usually the same. You're worrying about something that may not ever even happen.
1: Interesting. Okay, so I did a little bit of research on Laurie before this started, and she has one particular dream that I'm curious whether or not you've had, Kim, just because it was a, it was a bizarre one. But okay. Have you ever had a dream about a dirty toilet?
3: You tr- Me? Yes. No, I actually haven't. Okay. Which is shocking because our house is full of them.
1: She was – because Laurie talked about – that's why I was asking because like we do have like, I think bathroom hygiene is not the strongest suit in our family. And I'm not talking about myself.
2: I'm I'm not uh, talking about
1: myself. Lori, can you tell us either way what the dirty, the dirty toilet dream means?
0: Yeah. The dirty or the clogged toilet or the, the public restroom that you just can't bring yourself to use is common, especially with women. And so the bathroom and the, um, appliances in the bathroom are going to represent your emotional plumbing mm. so if your toilet is backed up in the dream it's gross it's clogged it's overflowing it's just at a state where you cannot use it that is because in real life you are holding in your negativity and frustration mm. rather than speaking up about it or rather than releasing it in a healthy manner like boxing. <laughs> So when we hold in, and and we women tend to do it more than men because we don't want to come across as the B word, we don't want to, you know, cause waves, so we just hold it in and don't let it be known. It backs up, just like a toilet. And so your dream is, the subconscious is trying to show you what your psyche looks like when you don't let it out, when you don't flush it away. (laughs)
1: But yeah she was saying I, in in the today show that's a super common dream which is crazy
3: that, that's that's crazy and I guess because I'm always I do the opposite and it's like i I unclog a lot
1: and penn hears
3: a lot of what I'm thinking <laughs> so I'm super unclogged <laughs> whether you want to so good
0: for you that is <laughs> so i mean right.
3: I, I got a lot of issues but that one um well this is this has been fascinating and I'm going to go on uh amazon and order your book and kind of now anytime my kids have dreams analy- and and by the way like if kids this works for kids too like all the things you're saying right or when kids have dreams same yeah, thing there's,
0: there's a, a dream dictionary in the back of it where you can look up certain symbols that may be showing up in your kids dreams like spiders or ghosts you know and it'll help them too real quick i
1: love my kids please agree with me on this Kim, yes right why aren't they in my dreams as much
0: there may not be any issues you need to work out in regards to them. So your subconscious doesn't need to go there. Whereas like my my
3: aunt passed away a few years ago. And so my cousin, her daughter has frequent dreams and her aunt is coming to her or her, her mother is coming to her very frequently mm-hmm. in her dreams. It's like it's hard to sleep, like the, the anxiety of going to sleep knowing that she's going to have one of those dreams. And, um, and I see in our Facebook group there are loved ones who have passed on, you know, visit and dreams frequently. Um, and it causes, mm-hmm. you know, it's pretty traumatic to wake up after something that seems so real, somebody you love so much. Is there a reason that keeps
0: happening? Do you know... The context of these dreams, are they disturbing to her? Is, is No, I mean, she's like coming to her in the form of a dead body. No,
3: uh, no, it's just like she's there. You know what I mean? Like, oh, she's like in the kitchen and she's cooking dinner and she's um, she's like a part of her life in a way that like she didn't die. You know, like she never had cancer and she's mm-hmm. just there. And then, you know, you wake up and you're like, oh, crap. No, she is gone.
0: How long ago did she pass? She
3: passed away nine years ago. Oh, and she's still getting these that much?
0: Yeah. Okay. In that case, it may not really be about her mother at all, but rather her mother is symbolizing her own role as a mom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This this is um, because we just had Mother's Day. We tend to dream of our mother's. On average, whether she's still with us or not on this earth, we will tend to dream for our mother figure about once a week on average. Hmm. And that's because the mother in our dream will often, for us as women, will symbolize our own role as mom. Yeah. Or for just us as humans and men as well, our ability to be a nurturing person, to nurture ourselves, to nurture, care for those around us. Yeah, that will show up that part of self will show up in the form of our mother in a dream. Yes. Yeah, so if it's been this long
3: past her death, that's probably what it is.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay,
1: Laurie, this was super fun, by the way. And, uh, and, and I, one of the things I learned the most about this is there's, I, I could see why you work with people on this, because it's not just here's my dream, like you have to hear more about the person that you're right. talking to, to understand what the dreams mm-hmm. are about. So thank you for teaching us that.
0: Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me on to explain it. Yes. And where can people find you? It's actually really easy to find me. What you want to do, the easiest way to get me actually is just Google Dream Expert, because my name, Laurie Lowenberg, is really hard to spell. Yeah. So if you just Google Dream Expert, I'm like the top one that shows up. Yes. and that's where you can find me. Well,
1: congratulations on that, uh, and on say, winning Google, uh, no, thank
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> getting some good SEO.
3: Okay, so thank you so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you win the SEO game. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, yeah, happy dreaming
0: well thank you and sweet dreams
1: sweet dreams oh that's a better tag out she she totally one-upped you on that you went for happy dreaming she rolled back with sweet dreams and dropped the mic and walked away you win
3: Google you win cute sayings you just win it all Lori thank you (laughs) (laughs) oh can you tell my husband that? that's (laughs) great that's the next podcast okay